What's up, y'all? It's Drewski, and I've teamed up with Mountain Dew to produce a hilarious new basketball podcast called The Dew Zone with Drewski. Learn the backstories of your favorite ballers and celebrities like Jamal Murray. Did you have, like, a favorite team? Was it the Raptors at the time or no? Was the Raptors even started around that time? Come on, bro. I ain't that old, fam. <laughs> You're talking like I'm 50. Taylor Rooks, Asia Wilson, and many more. You won't want to miss this. Listen to The Do Zone with Drewski on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. But uh, I'm Mike Benner. Yeah, hey, I'm Jamel. And we have a uh, special co-host today. Uh, Peter's not here. He's uh, currently cutting himself because of the Cavs being down <laughs> 0-2. And uh, we thought we'd go the opposite way. We'd get a Bay Area guy to come in. It's a very funny comedian you might know from his own pod- basketball podcast. His name is Sean Keen. Hey, how's it going, guys? Not bad. How are thank you? Thank you very much for doing the show. Oh, thank you for having me here. Hell yeah. Uh, I'm going to go ahead. We have a, we have a catchphrase here. Oh, yeah. We usually start by saying, happy basketball, everyone. Happy basketball to you. It's not so yours. happy basketball right now. I don't yeah, happy, happy basketball to you guys. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, Warriors fan, I presume. No, it was, it was pretty happy basketball yeah, yeah. yesterday. Yeah, and uh, I grew up in the Bay Area, so I've been a basketball fan for of some very, very poor two Warriors <laughs> teams. Yeah, like, uh, it's, uh, it's funny because you... You see a real difference in people that have sort of picked up on the team and are excited about them. And I feel like people that have been Warriors fans for a while are still nervous because they're like, I don't know. I just, I just remember a time Von Tigo Cummings blew a big game. <laughs> and like there's still this sense that at some point anybody could be traded for like the modern Billy Owens and it could all fall <laughs> apart. Uh, I mean, that could happen. Yeah, it really could. I mean, honestly, you guys only got Kevin Durant because you almost made a huge mistake with Harrison Barnes, and he was like, I'm not going to sign that, that extension. He, yeah, exactly. It would have it locked him in. Yeah. I think they would have had Barnes for... Four years. Four years and, and a lot like, of money. Yeah, because he, I think, is making... It's something like 5 and 90 now, and I think they were going to give him like 4 and 65 or 4 and 70. Like yeah. a, a fairly good contract. It's uh, the Barnes predicament. That's an interesting one. I think about it all the time because everybody's like, he's not worth it. I just feel like being in that position on the team just makes you look like you're not that good at basketball. Yeah. If you're the fourth option, you're just not getting the touches. Because Clay, I mean, he had a good game in game two. He had six in game one. Very Harrison Barnes-ish. Mm-hmm. He, looked like, he looked like his doppelganger out there. Yeah. That well, exactly like. It's got to be weird for a guy like Harrison Barnes, too, who was – for sure the best player on every basketball team he was on until age 20, and then is yeah. like the fourth option. And I think it's sort of a different set of skills for that. That being said, he was he was very... Well, actually, I want to defend Harrison Barnes a little bit because uh, because I'm a masochist. I was looking at the, the box scores from games five through seven today while oh. waiting to, to fly back to L.A., and uh, uh, they played Anderson Varejao and Festus Azili for 20 minutes in Game 7, and they got one rebound combined. Uh, I kind of think it wasn't just Harrison Barnes' yeah. fault. Like, like, if they'd just played Barnes, they honestly could have played him more, and they would have been better off because at least he was not... Falling down. He probably could have gotten off. two rebounds <laughs> He could have gotten two rebounds in that stretch, yeah. yeah. Barnes at center would have been more effective than uh, the guys they were running out Is there. Is Azili still in the league? I don't even know where that uh, he, It's He played a couple <laughs> games for Portland, but they put a piece of a cadaver knee in his knee. Mm. And anytime you hear cadaver with an NBA injury, that's not, yeah. it's not good. He is on his way to Turkey as we speak. <laughs> yep. All right, so Harrison Barnes, you heard it here. A guy, a maskist who enjoys pain, <laughs> thinks you're pretty good at basketball. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, guys, are the Warriors going to sweep? I don't think so. No? I got, I, st- I got the Cavs winning game three. I always had them get- winning game three, for sure. Yeah, I've been saying Cavs in five for like a month and a half, so I just can't change now. <laughs> right? Like yeah. I, yeah. 
Uh, I think I was calling sweeps for the other series, but the San Antonio one, that was the wrong prediction. It just happened to yeah, accidentally right be right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think they're going to sweep. I, I got Warriors in six. I, I had the Cavs in six just because I wanted to believe. I don't know. Um, but I actually like, I have no ties to either team, so I don't really give a shit. I mean, but I don't want to sweep. But I feel like we're heading that way. It's a perfect playoff. I mean, that's exciting. I mean, yeah. that's the only thing to root for at this point. Because well, like yeah. 20-point blowouts in finals, like that's not fun for a fan. Yeah, and even though they're down 0-2, I still feel like the Warriors have more motivation to sweep than the Cavs do to win one game just because of uh, the jokes, because of the 3-1 jokes. They, yeah. or you the rarely see jokes. a team that's so hungry, but... Yeah, the Cavs won. They're uh, won last year. They're underdogs, and I wonder if there's guys who are kind of thinking about like, what does it matter if we lose four one or get swept? Yeah, because Jr. Been... is already like planning Miami like the night they they do lose. Oh, right? he had Miami planned two years. ago. I mean, like yeah, going to right. Miami and like <laughs> getting drunk. Like, I, yeah, winning a title in Cleveland is worth two. Like they're still yeah. they're good forever in yeah. the city, so it's kind of I guess it's fine with them. Yeah. I don't know. LeBron seemed a little tight in the post game. He didn't. Yeah, he. Well, first of all, he yeah, almost he got into it. in the middle of a fight. Did you see that? Yeah. 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 Who yeah. did? They, is there any details? I haven't heard home? anything about that crazy. A guy in a bucket hat putting yeah. hands on people. I okay. So, a uh, friend of the pod, Garrick, he sent me a uh, uh, Garrick Grenard. He sent me a GIF earlier, and I was like, we were both de- deconstructing it like over text, like the Zapruder film, and it looks like the guy in the front row, kind of the more preppier guy, the non-bucket hat guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it looks like he was either reaching and trying to grab players as they passed, or he was grabbing this female security guard, and the guy in the row behind who threw punches was defending whoever this guy was grabbing. Uh-huh. Oh. Um, that's my take on it. But I, will we ever find the, the real story? <laughs> the most valiant man in a bucket hat. Yeah. Are you giving him that? I All mean, right. you wore a bucket hat yesterday. You're pretty valiant. I mean, that's true. <laughs> sure. Yes, I volunteer several hours at many Goodwills. Sure, I do that. Court ordered. <laughs> We're not going to get into that. You're my lawyer, Mike. You yeah. know you can't talk about that on the air right now. That's right. I think you know better. I'm so sorry. Um, guys, yeah. what was, the, what was the, the officiating like for you last night? I don't think it really mattered. It seemed like I mean, it was just it, letting things go. It, it seemed didn't matter, but it, I feel like it, it It seemed like the Warriors got a lot of non-calls their way in a weird way, which is, I mean, Scott Foster historically does not get along with the Warriors, but I Tony was Brothers it like a makeup too. Go- was it a makeup game for him, for them? I just, I just, the, the whole series has been weird. Like, they, they've been letting a tremendous amount go, especially in the first quarter. They've been calling weird other fouls. Yeah, like the, I don't, I I still feel like I don't understand how fouls behind the three-point line get called exactly. Like, I don't yeah. understand what continuation is on those. Yeah. I don't know what... If you yeah. touch a guy, it's foul. That's just It seems like that's generally yeah. the rule. The rule seems like, because there was twice, I think, yesterday, where the, the Cavs tried to foul at midcourt, and the Warriors chucked the ball up, and then they gave them three shots. Yeah. Um, I think it's just, like, if you are, if it looks like you're going to gather then they're going to call that a shot. Yeah. And that's weird. It's, it's, yeah, I don't like the foul. I don't like it on either side. Like, I, I almost think when you do that intentional foul, it should be just be, you know, when you're stomping a guy on a breakaway like that, it should be like one shot in the ball or something like that. Yeah, but at the same time, it definitely shouldn't path. be three shots. Yeah, it definitely should not have been three shots. That's six points for the Warriors right It's there. like unfair. Yeah, yeah, it's unfair either way, basically. Yeah. Um, yeah, I hate that foul in the backcourt, and I hate people kind of flopping around like that. You know what the problem is? It's like refs are thinking too much. We've given the refs too much. There's too much technicality being put into the calls. Mm-hmm. And is there too much distraction for the refs? I guess are the they ref- getting all caught up in the jumbotron and the music? I mean, the refs have always the wanted to be stars, on the right? Lines. The refs want to be stars. Yeah, they all dreamt of being professional yeah. basketball players. There's no reason to call yeah. a foul with any sort of, like, Emphasis, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. why are you putting your hips oh, yeah. into this charge call unless you want to be on TV? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? They're, the kickball is like they give it their all. When they're <laughs> kickball. They take like a good running step and yeah. like just jump kick. It's great. Um, 
There was a conspiracy theory that that's why Steve Kerr came back because the two most unfavorable refs to the Warriors were there, and you know the idea Marty, that he could into it. Yeah. yeah. So he he if there was any. 50-50 call, he could just kind of grab his lower yeah, back or act, oh, act super pained, and they'd just blow that whistle and look over and like, you know what, it yeah. it was off. Oh, it yeah. was off, Tristan Thompson. <laughs> he did have some, little, ball. some baby winces going. Yeah. He never overturned a call in the history of the league, <laughs> but mm, Steve's here. So. Yeah, he's he's been through so much. His posture is still so bad. I feel like he should at least have some sort of brace on or something. You see him leaning over? You know? Is it all fake? Who knows? How many back surgeries has he had? Um, I don't know. What, what's the problem? That he's leaking spinal cord? Yeah, so they, they botched a back surgery two years ago, and then he had basically, you know how uh, they do microfracture for a knee thing where they just jab a, they try to make like a blood scab on it, basically? Oh, That's man. what they just did to his back at Duke like a month and a half ago. So, so this highly trained professional surgeon was like, "All right, let me in there," and then just so, like, stabbed it a bunch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly, like, exactly. Hopefully, this will scab up, and then the f- spinal fluid will leak less. I guess yeah, they. I don't feel like medical science exactly has figured out backs yet in the same way. Like knee surgeries seem like they've gotten a lot better, yeah. but back surgeries have maybe gotten worse. I don't know if they're just trying to do too much or. Yeah, I mean, I honestly, first off, I thought it was a carnival incident. I thought he was in like one of those dudes who put spikes in his back. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just like hang off a fucking wire. Oh, I thought it was yeah. in the back. Gravitron. Yeah. He just had an injury inside of an amusement park. Right? Yeah, I mean, I guess the science is behind. I don't even, I never thought about my back. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just, it'll just hurt. I'm like, okay, well, this is just it now. I'm not going to do anything about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I feel like that's just the way it goes. People, sh- you shouldn't crack your neck ever. People that's do that true. all the time. I do. I don't it think so. Constantly. Yeah, man, that's how you end up like a fucking Tim Burton claymation skeleton guy. All you should just falls yeah, off. all brit- <laughs> all brittly. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, sometimes I look at these guys. I'm like, maybe you just shouldn't ever run on a hard surface after about age thirty. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Just like stretching and yoga and. Swimming yeah. since then. Nothing good can happen to your joints after 30. Everything Place. you should step on is like the like the foam playground material. You yeah. Know, like yeah. That yeah. should just be it. Once you hit you 35. You of a toddler home. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Everything should be baby proof. It's just not worth it. Yeah. 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 Baby proof <laughs> shirts. Yeah, what are you trying to prove doing CrossFit? Come on. <laughs> oh, Cross. I was uh, in San Diego and they had a like a. It seemed like a like a Christian CrossFit facility, <laughs> like literally. Yeah, like CrossFit. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. CrossFit. Yeah, is Lord. You know what I'm saying? Like they, they, it was some sort of slogan. They had like a Bible verse on the side. And I'm like, I don't think I'm, none of the apostles did CrossFit. Like, then you just like look into the gym, and it's just like a bunch of like hot, sweaty women in like bikinis, just like flipping tires, right? not a very Christian image. Yeah, I don't no. think so. Yeah. yeah. That's not a part of the Lord's plan. Never was. Because <laughs> um, I've been all season long, I've, uh, I've defended Kevin Durant and his decision. He's taken a lot of heat. Mm-hmm. Uh, I say, you know, uh, he was with the Thunder for nine years. They didn't really do him right. They didn't really help him out. They traded away Harden. They let Ibaka go, and they keep promising that we're going to put people around you. And, it, and you always hear about what a great organization the Thunder is. And I don't get that because I'm just like they had Russell Westbrook and, and Kevin Durant together for a long time and couldn't really ever piece a real team around them. So I was like, oh, yeah, when Kevin Durant wants to go to a more fun place to play basketball, leave that racist-ass city, uh-huh. go to a fun town and play with a fun team, like, fine, do it. I've turned around in the past 24 hours on that. Yeah, now you back out? He's ru- he ruined the fucking finals. He did? Yes. I don't think so, man. Why did the Cavs sign bum-ass Darren Williams? Okay. They could have signed somebody better. Who could have they signed who was available at the... Darren Williams literally only has one arm. <laughs> you know? There's a sense where LeBron just likes having old dudes around him, too. Like, <laughs> like he, he's... Might he be didn't know his dad, right? He and he <laughs> <Yeah>. and James <laughs> Jones. Like, is James Jones his adopted son? I think they're brothers. At I this think point, like legally, bro- I think yeah. they did a blood brother thing yeah. a little while. Yeah, but back. it's never, it's never like, you know, it's never like, oh, the Cavs got a, a second round pick that really contributed. It's like, no, no. it's like get those guys yeah. out of there. Yeah, get somebody who was 
a marginal Eastern Conference All Star in 2006. Like he's like if Doc Rivers was a player GM like LeBron was, they'd be making the same decisions. Like last year, they really, really wanted Joe Johnson, which actually, you know, hey, Joe he's still had something in the I tank, love Joe Johnson, seven-time All Star. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it fits the profile. But yeah, it doesn't seem like he's ever watching like tape of a college game. Or, uh, you know what I mean? Like, he's... The, the, the Cavs don't have a lot he's of... He's watching NBA Classic. Right. Yeah, like, I want that yeah, guy. yeah, yeah, yeah. Skip college. He was, like, one of the last dudes that got to skip college altogether. So he probably, like, never gave a shit about it. Yeah. That, but that you do see... It, it, it's, like, it's kind of sad on the bench when there's just no one with any burst. It's just... You know, you, you watch the team and you're like, man, they really miss Matthew Delavadova's athleticism. And that's... <laughs> That's really sad. Like, and, and I bet it sounds like all those guys are like Channing Frye and Richard Jefferson. Sound like they would be great to hang out with. Delightful yeah. podcast. And <laughs> against those bum ass Eastern Conference teams, they still look like you know the yeah. players they were five to seven years ago. But well, uh, Richard Jefferson continued his uh, his streak of like 105 games of like. One dunk, one three pointer. Yeah, he's been yeah. game one and game two. He's done both those. It's yeah. it's great, and he's like, it's almost like he he knows all those other Arizona guys are there, so he has to save face like in front of Kerr, and he knows Luke <laughs> Walden's in the building, and Iguodala's on the other side, and Channing. It's this like weird Tucson Mafia thing where he just gets <laughs> real charged yeah. up. Peace to the Tucson Mafia. Yeah. Oh, you brought us. I felt. Thank you for saying Iguodala's name because I feel like he ruined basketball two years ago. The fact that they got him to come off the bench is like ruined basketball, dude. This it makes the team perfect. If your second unit has uh, all star on it, mm-hmm. as a Sixers fan, let me tell you, <laughs> Iguodala is is a borderline all star. Yeah, and he, went, and he went to a perfect situation. He did go to the perfect, and team now right? they're now it's a fucking perfect but he's team. On Kevin Durant level, like he's not. I mean, that's fair. It's true. I, I'm, I just can't blame Kev, man. Like you said. Kevin Durant's like a 98 NBA 2K rating and like Iguodala, like two years. And his prime was probably like an 82. I guess I just don't know where he should have gone instead because I understand criticizing him for going to the Warriors, but him leaving Oklahoma City was a no-brainer. Oh, and absolutely, yeah. That ownership is just a bunch of grifters. Like, they stole the team. Yeah. Uh, they're all under – like – one of his owners killed himself by driving an SUV into a concrete wall. Like, the number three owner on the team did that because he didn't want to go to federal prison. Like, that's, uh, a, that's a giant yeah, red flag. Yeah, it as big uh, as it gets. And it's all, yeah. the, the, all, the whole organization's built on, like, fracking and fixing energy yeah. prices illegally. Like, that is a house of cards. And it's, that's why they're so cheap. Like, they never... You know, they, they drafted a guy in the first round, and he signed a D-League contract a couple of years ago, and it's just not... Yeah, even, yeah. It, it, it got to a point where it felt intentional, almost. But, like, like how yeah, like how far in the future are they building? Not very far. You know, yeah. he just... Well, I mean, they just, they just always were bringing in these, like, number 25 picks, but, like, yeah, let's get rid of Serge Ibaka. We got... We got this Lithuanian 19-year-old, and even though you're 28 years old right now, we're still going to build for when you're when, – we're all we're, – every guy is three years away all the time. It's that major league style of ownership where it's just like we're going to be just shitty enough to have the fans yeah. stay around. Yeah. You know what I mean? So he could have gone to the Celtics, but I think that would have been even more obnoxious because then Boston fans would be talking about KD. And, That's true. Boston fans are – And you don't want to yeah, go yeah. from – you can't go from – yeah. A racist Midwest city to a super racist East Coast city. Yeah, more yeah. racist, more cold. It's true. I mean, Com- Oakland, compounded issues. Like I said, Oakland, great place. I love Oakland. I love the Bay Area. Like, probably if I could go live there, I would. I get it. I understand. Yeah, man, go really, learn how to program. Yeah. <laughs> in Oakland. I don't have any of those skills. They don't. Silicon Valley does not want me. Um, wait, before we move on from the Thunder. Uh, that guy drove into a wall and killed himself? Yeah, yeah Aubrey right. McClendon. He's yeah. fucking rich. Why not like just go to fucking Portland yeah, just, and see Dr. Kevorkian? <laughs> like, yeah, or or go to super easy rich white guy prison. Yeah, chill. Yeah. Like like it's maybe it's embarrassing, but it's not, it's not that bad. No, no cold no cold brew when you're in the Bing. So yeah, that's probably what did it. Nickel coffee from like a diner. Yeah, yeah. But like 
But yeah, even do, so, just just get someone to fill up your your canteen account. It's so rude to yeah. kill yourself that way. It seems awful. You're costing taxpayers <laughs> money. Like your family needs to come down and like identify your body like at a highway. Like uh-huh. it's, it's inconveniencing so many people. You got to deal with a car insurance company. Exactly. Come on. What's your wife gonna do now? She's like got to grieve and like deal with State Farm. Like, yeah, right. Yeah, and it ain't Cliff Paul coming through them doors. <laughs> no, not at all. He's a regular ass dude. Well, I'm gonna go ahead and say it. I don't think that guy did it the right way. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Hot takes here, man. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you heard us before, but uh, yeah, the takes get even hot. Scorching. <laughs> Way go. Uh, guys, speaking of Kevin Durant ruining things, uh, apparently it came out today that he and LeBron uh, tried to ruin hip-hop by coming out with a rap song back in the, uh, the lockout season of 2011. Oh, oh my God. Way no. too much free time, man. Yeah. Oh no! So he was. It, this is while he was filming Thunderstruck. This is I before. Guess. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is what led to Thunderstruck. <laughs> Here's the thing. Hold on. He wrote Thunderstruck in the same session. <laughs> Absolutely. So it was a 2011 uh, lockout season, uh, and Durant. Uh, if you guys want to come look at this yeah. real quick. Oh, please. Come some 2011 baby LeBron, baby oh. Durant. Oh, they both uh, have plaid on. Yeah, that's great. Um, LeBron's got a casual tie. He's got a crazy pattern tie on top of a pattern. I can't even plaid shirt. A couple it, of nice boys. It looks yeah. like a totally different dude's hairline too yeah. with LeBron there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, KD was in Akron working out with LeBron, and uh, uh, they decided they were going to record a song together. Uh, their agents tried to get it on uh, the Thunderstruck uh, soundtrack. They didn't make the Thunderstruck <laughs> soundtrack. Here's the thing. So. <laughs> So these are all unnamed. These are all these are all unnamed sources talking about this, this rap track. One individual who listened said it was quote a quality track, and that the lyrics are quote surprisingly well crafted and delivered. Uh, it was so aesthetically pleasing that there were discussions about it being featured in the 2012 film Thunderstruck, which starred Durant. I heard the track years ago during post production for Thunderstruck, said agent Eric Goodwin, who executive produced the film and once represented both Durant and James. It was very good. I suggested submitting it to Warner Brothers for the movie soundtrack, but Katie wanted to keep it private. I'm calling bullshit. <laughs> I'm giving Katie some credit because it sounds like the agent might have set this whole thing up to begin with. But oh, yeah. Just yeah. have them meet at a studio uh-huh. on accident. No, right, they were well, working friend. on the gym together. <laughs> but like, oh, and apparently Kevin Durant also uh, did the, the instrumental for it. Well, oh, he, oh, he, he made the beat? It. Wow. The beat. All the more reason to not release the song. Yeah, so... It's a, quote, quality track that is surprisingly well-crafted and delivered and was almost in a major motion picture, uh, but Kevin Durant and LeBron James don't want anyone to hear it ever. <laughs> like, I Yeah, because LeBron's never done anything like that, right? Like, he'll sometimes, you'll sometimes see him rapping along to existing songs. Yeah, but never but like, yeah. never a personal no. He won't project. even dunk cool in front of people. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, all, I mean, he, he puts everything publicly. Like, he... Disappointed an entire his entire home city on national TV, and he That's thought right. they they thought that they were going to support him. Like <laughs> he was like, my Cleveland fans will love that I'm going to Miami. I'm going to put this on national TV <laughs> in like, front of the kids. Yeah, yeah. So if he if he's not putting a rap song out, then that must mean it's awful, right? Yeah. And taking nothing away from him as a basketball player, sometimes when it seems like LeBron is in his free time, he does the kind of things that my mom enjoys doing. Because even after the game, they're like, oh, you seem kind of upset. And he's like, yeah, I just I just need some food and a little bit of wine. And I'm like, that's what my mom said like two hours ago when she was cranky. And they like to, you know, just sit on a boat together and like make Dwayne Wade eat sea bass that he's never tried before. Just it's try all, it, Dwayne. Yeah. I yeah, forgot about the Dwayne Wade Seabass thing. Because, uh-huh. like, didn't Donald Trump do the exact thing with Chris Christie? Oh, yeah, he did. He yeah. did. But it was, like, they went to a charred like, steak or something. Like, no, it was like, Chris, you're having the meatloaf. Oh, you're having meatloaf. <laughs> That's right. So, My favorite uh, part of the story is just, I'm just thinking about what was the song that bumped him. Who right. made the call? Like, hey, LeBron, uh, so the song isn't going to make it. We got to add uh-huh. another Mandy Moore record. I'm sorry uh-huh. about that. Uh it seems Buck Cherry is making a comeback, <laughs> so we uh, we actually we had to cut you guys. I'm sorry. It's cute that you think Mandy Moore and uh, and Buck Cherry made the soundtrack to Thunderstruck, <laughs> the movie about the NBA. Come on, dude. 
It's Thunderstruck. I don't right. know. Yeah. I don't know what they did. I wonder if KD had just, after filming Thunderstruck, he realized the quality of that film and is like, I can't really double down on this. Because then it would be like, he's like Will Smith, you know, where he has, that would have to be the song in the credits, right? Yeah. So that would be his, like, Wild Wild West was this collaboration with LeBron <laughs> no. James. Because the movie is about uh, a white kid who is terrible at basketball, switching talent. Yeah, receives powers from uh, a nigga from PG County. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, it, and he does it by missing a half-court shot and uh, being time. shamed on the internet. Yes. <laughs> They were doing the internet shame all the way back in 2012? Hell uh, yeah. Wow. Although, although some a bit of trivia from Thunderstruck, because um, it wasn't a super high-budget movie, uh, KD showed up and said, you know, I don't, I don't know what you're going to do for craft services, but this is what I have to eat every day for my diet. So everybody, cast and crew, got the eat. KD diet. And by the end of Thunderstruck... Everybody in the production had lost like fifteen to twenty pounds. Wow. They're all feeling great, like, like no sugar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just yeah. salmon and kale. And <laughs> sounds like a fun shoot. Yeah, yeah. Do, do a whole thirty with a hundred of your closest friends. <laughs> yeah, lose a bunch in? of weight, look around, and say we're making something that's going to be awful. Yeah, this. <laughs> <laughs> and now I'm going to go eat some bland ass salmon. I want to know what he made the beats on. Do you think he had an NPC or you think he was using Fruity Loops? I think he was a Fruity Loops guy. I could see him like, because he seems like he wants to appear authentic. I could see him going out and buying like a used 808. That, like, oh, oh totally. Yeah. See, I was thinking, because as a, a kid from the same region as him, uh, I, I guess I'm a couple years younger than him, but like same time, everybody in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia was trying to use Fruity Loops. So I remember Fruity own. Loops, yeah. Yeah, dude. Everyone in Philly was using free trials. Steal the free trial? Yeah. Yeah. Stealing free trials? Yeah. Yeah, It's nothing better. Um, I'm I'm looking at the the soundtrack to Thunderstruck. Please tell me there's a Mandy Moore cut on there. There's nothing good. (laughs) What the fuck is Hammer Wax? What? Yeah. That doesn't sound like it's for children. No. Uh, Freddie Rausch. Anybody know him? Also, not for kids. Not. Too unlimited. Heard that. That dude is vulgar. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. Not, not a lot of like Anybody else? Not a lot of big hitters on there. No. Debrat tat tat tat. No. Are there any other NBA players who yeah. submitted tracks that made it? Uh, I'm sure. Well, speaking of, I, I thought we could talk about what the the worst NBA song of all time is. Songs uh, performed by NBA players. Top five. Top five worst. I just, I just picked three candidates. Okay. Uh, okay. I thought there's so many. There's so many NBA rappers that it was hard to just kind of like be like, you know, I'm going to tell you my three candidates. Okay. okay. I'll play you a clip. Uh, and then we can discuss. Okay. So first up, uh, Delonte West. Oh man, living yeah, life fast. Let me, <laughs> me respark this in honor of Delonte. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so I'm just gonna click play on this real quick. It's coming. YouTube's loading. So the song's about living fast, living life fast, yeah. specifically. Uh, there's a lot of, like, glamorous clips of uh, cars. And then when they cut to Delonte West behind the wheel, uh, he's in an arcade playing the Fast and the Furious sit-down game. Whoa. <laughs> That's amazing. Not the Jurassic Park Chuck E. Cheese game? That would be incredible. I would All respect right. that more. Okay. So that's Delonte. Well, you know, it's it's important to remember he was once pulled over uh, for fucking LeBron's mom. Well, yeah, he got yeah. stopped by <laughs> yeah. Prince George's oh, County yeah, Police. That's inappropriate contact. Yeah, three wheeler. He was in the three three wheeler, and the and the sidecar was full of weapons. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah, he had a chopper in a guitar case. And he's pretty, he's pretty <laughs> real. Uh, so the next uh, candidate I have for you uh, is Chris Webber, featuring Corrupt. It's a song called Gangster Gangster. And here's why I chose it. Because You're the a song, hater. I'm not a hater. I like Chris Webber, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, former Sixer. He had a meltdown one time in the locker room about reporters asking about Tyra Banks. It was very entertaining. Nice. Um, <laughs> um, but, uh, I told you I watch her show. <laughs> it's good. Yeah. Uh, but Chris Webber lets Corrupt kind of do like the first eight bars. Uh-huh. Corrupt's a real rapper. He's a professional hip-hop man. Uh, and then Chris Webber kind of takes it from there, and this is what it sounds like. 
What do you guys think? I disagree with you wholeheartedly. One, you think he can rap? Well, okay, discount the professional production. Yeah, the beat is sick. That's the, yeah. That's exhibit he, A through Z. He can't ride the beat. He just did. Uh-huh. Ja Rule has verses about fucking chicks. You know what I'm saying? I don't give a lot of credit to raps about fucking chicks in well, general. It's very easy to talk about fucking chicks in raps. So I, I give him one knock for that, one demerit. But then I, when I realized Ja Rule had a platinum album off a bunch of songs about fucking chicks, yeah. I, I got to give didn't, Webb a little credit. Did Webb produce a song by a real rapper at one point? Nasir Jones. Yeah. Yeah. Nasir As he's known in. <laughs> yeah, um, he had to join on uh, uh, Streets Disciple. I'm going to go ahead. It's, what's, the, what's the name of the song? Do we remember? Oh, I had, no, I don't remember the name of the song. I just know right. it's Streets Disciple for Chris sure. Chris Webber, Nas. Uh, let's see. Nas. Nas. <laughs> I'm thinking of Fast. Uh, fast Do you like Nas? You know that Nas song? You know that Nas song, bro? Uh, Surviving the Times. I, I, I got to think that Chris Webber did not have that much to do with it. Like Kanye West doesn't produce his own music anymore. He hires teams of people to come in and he kind of says, I like that. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Thinking that Suspend might be me from these wires and I'll <laughs> yeah. make it happen. I think that might be what happened there. Um, all right. So you guys, you guys seem to actually like that one. That's fine. I, I give think Gangsta the beat Gangsta tricked a you. lot of credit. I think uh, the beat tricked you. Uh, this show is also sponsored by corrupts moon rocks, uh, trademark, uh, is that courtesy, courtesy of the dog pound. Nah, he's got that fucking su- super weed. Oh really? Yeah, it's <laughs> like it's like weed coated in more weed. Oh yeah, and then with weed on top. And then he named his yeah his yeah drug after another drug. Yeah, oh. corrupts officially copywritten moon rocks, my man. Wow. Nice. Yeah, I love like he's never been weed. to the moon. I don't <laughs> think. <laughs> but you ever see that uh, two chains show show uh, on on YouTube uh, ex- like the most expensive shit? No, no. He but goes. And, I agree. He should have a show. Yeah, he's yeah he's I fantastic. Mean, two chains. I'm, I'm st- yeah. Disappointed he only has one, actually, I guess. Yeah, yeah, he should have two pods, one no. show. Yeah. He might have yeah. another one coming out. We'll see. Right. Uh, but, uh, yeah, he just goes He goes to this woman who, like, has, like, fucking, like, $400 dabs and then, like, smokes it out of, like, a $10,000 bong and, like, <laughs> this is crazy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's just, like, it's literally <laughs> just two chains showing up and he's, like, there's one episode where he goes to this guy's house and he's, like, this is a $500 piece of popcorn. And it's just, like, a piece of popcorn, like... Dipped in like gold plating or whatever, uh-huh, uh-huh. and then two chances eats it, and he's like, "That tastes expensive." <laughs> <laughs> like that's the show, and it's great because he's, uh, he's hilarious. Yeah, this popcorn is flavored with human blood. <laughs> <laughs> I can taste it. Um, okay, so this final one, I feel like it might be cheating on this one. Uh, it's uh, we we don't live in France, so we don't maybe are not as aware oh, that Tony Parker tried, tried a rap career. He's yeah, he's he's pretty bad. Yeah. I think God bless God bless the French for trying. Yeah, so they here's just the keep thing: trying. We're, we don't speak French. No, but I feel like I can hear when someone is writing a beat. I can hear when someone is rhyming. You tell me how this sounds. Okay. Jamal, what are you thinking? It sounds like he's ordering a bunch of croissants, yeah, man. Is. <laughs> keep ordering croissants. Yeah. He's got he's got On another song where he he again he's rapping in French. I don't know what he's saying, but he is adopting an extremely aggressive posture, and it is not convincing. Even though I don't speak the language, it's like you're not pulling this off, dude. <laughs> Did he this once get a piece of glass in his eye? Like, oh, did yeah. Chris Brown like break a champagne bottle? And that was when Drake and Chris, or who got in that fight? I think it's Drake and Chris Brown. And, and Tony Parker was Tony just Parker there. Was he the was the bystander. He, he was the, the collateral room. damage. Was like, yeah. like a, a champagne bottle cut his face or oh, something. Shit, I forgot his ex-wife's name. Evil Longoria. Yeah, I feel mm-hmm. like the breakup was short after the the tracks were released. Right. Oh, I, I bet. I Several mean, awkward conversations with Honey. You, did you hear my? You're my um, joint. <laughs> uh, Rudy Gobert has uh, apparently has some stuff coming out too, and oh I am not confident that the mean streets of Salt Lake City have improved his <laughs> French rapper game. No, go to France and then move to Utah. 
and then start rapping. And then you're like, so these are the mean American streets, huh? <laughs> Look, I ran all these verses by <laughs> Boris Diaw and Gordon Hayward, and they were pretty into them. <laughs> Tony Gordon Parker filed a $20 million lawsuit against the, that nightclub. Did you know that? Wow. Oh, nice. Yeah. I don't know if you ever Just won for it. Provi- having glass? A- allowing around. Chris Brown into the club? Yeah. Was that the- <laughs> yeah. That's a viable charge. <laughs> yeah. At that point. I guess, yeah. You're just like... You're checking IDs. You read the ID, says Chris Brown. Yeah. Weapon you know his history. You yeah. got to get him out. Yeah, that's a WMD now. To be fair, they let the Tasmanian devil in earlier. Yeah. <laughs> and so Chris Brown didn't seem that much more dangerous right, right, or, right. Rec- or destructive. That makes yeah. sense. Uh, guys, so, okay, of those three, my, my three le- least favorite NBA rap songs... I mean, I feel like your list is garbage because you didn't have Allen Iverson on it. Allen Iverson is good. I know. Oh, 40 bars is give, a good song. You're giving that 40 beat bar- is good. I'm not, I, I can't even argue with you. You're just going to talk louder than me. <laughs> I, we all know that doesn't make any sense. Uh, I do think that Jason Kidd is the worst rapper, uh, NBA rapper of all time. If it's you just check, the, out, check out what the kid did. It's the worst named song. And, they're, the and they, they are par- – I mean, that album is interesting because I think every guy – is paired with at least a semi-competent rapper, right? It was like a summer camp they put on in 94. Yeah. It was just a bunch of like top 20 rappers and top 20 NBA players. And um, they put them all in a building. That's actually some good samples in what the kid did. Oh, yeah. yeah it super West Coast. It off strong. West Coast yeah. flavors. Cow Bears, you know, shouts out to Berkeley. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, this is okay. I <laughs> I'm sorry I didn't put this on here. Huh. It sounds like my little brother rapping. I can't even listen to more. Okay. It's pretty yeah. it's uh, the other one I would nominate is that um Joe Smith, NBA legend Joe Smith oh, recorded a rap song for um the twenty ten Cleveland Cavaliers like like as a hype song for them in the playoffs. Uh, and then they proceeded to lose to the Boston Celtics in pretty humiliating <laughs> fashion. But it's one of those – I mean, it doesn't really count because it's like a novelty track. But he, he just goes through the whole not super impressive roster yeah. of that team, <laughs> like hyping him up and yeah. just throwing out nicknames that no one's ever had. Like, a whole wait, who called Gibson? Anthony Parker, like, <laughs> the sheriff, you know? <laughs> Eric Snow, the Blizzard Man. Yeah. <laughs> Two verses and, for Booby Gibson. Yeah, and like including the guys on the end of the bench, like you know we, you know we guys on the practice squad. Just yeah. it's pretty. And then bad. those other guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but like, okay, so Joe Smith actually can rap though, because he has other songs that are. Yeah, good. yeah he's, it's um, not. It's more. Okay. It's more that it's. It's more the. Uh, it's just that it's not and format. situationally yeah. too. Are the, are the Timberwolves still paying Joe Smith? I, probably. <laughs> I think they're still paying. By, yeah, they, like only because of a clerical error. Like yeah, you know, there's just like a raccoon <laughs> in, the, in the accountant's office. They have to send him yeah. an iTunes gift card yeah. once a year. Yeah. Yeah. Like you, you take less money for these first two years, and then there's an annuity. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he's like the Bobby Bonilla of the NBA, oh, just yeah, getting no, paid till he's fifty. That'd be sick, man. That's my dream, dude. Is just sign a ridiculous contract yeah. that never made sense to begin with? Alan <laughs> Iverson's for years. Yeah. 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 It's like, oh, we got to pay you like a million dollars a year for the next, like, how long do you have to live? 40? Yeah. <laughs> did you did you know why the, the Mets owe Bobby Bonilla so much money, too? Why? Because they got in on the ground floor of uh, an investment fund headed by Bernie Madoff. Yes. And so the team was like, well, we owe Bonilla $3 million next year. But if we get him to take a million dollars a year for 25 years, I mean, we're getting like a 45% return on this investment. We'll make tons of money if we can just get this contract off the books and give Bernie Madoff $3 million more million. <laughs> and in fact, Bonilla did that with the Mets twice. Like, because he got traded back to the team. and Shut up. So it's amazing. Bernie Madoff basically. Oh, he was just like, remember that other deal we had? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going to need that back. Yeah. So he's, uh, yeah, so Bernie Manoff basically, he ruined thousands of people's retirement, but he locked in Bobby Bonilla's. <laughs> One guy. They, they talk about all the bad things, but they don't talk yeah. about how much he helped the Bonilla family the Saber, and the Saberhagen family. Hey, I know, uh, I know Bernie Madoff uh, 
took a lot of people's money, but it sounds like Baba Bonilla really made off with all of it, right? <laughs> oh, my God. Hold on. Wait a minute. Hold Can on. I'm getting a call. Wait a minute. Yeah. Getting a call. It's David Letterman. Yeah. He says you, you own Hollywood now. Oh, cool. You okay, did. great. <laughs> it's all yours. Um, isn't it funny how, like, we, like, we know, we get, like, the reported facts of, like, sports contracts, like, money, years, like, player option, whatever. There's, like, four or five bullet points that we know about everyone's contract. You can just do crazy shit like that. Like, there might be, like, weird details in people's contact contracts that it's, like, I want, like, a Maserati, like, once a month for the next, like, ten years, and they'll, like, agree to it. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Well, especially baseball contracts. When there's no cap and no one's regulating any of that stuff, there's just such strange things that'll pop up. Soccer is weird. You know, they'll sign a 12-year-old for, like, a, a, a $100,000 deal. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I mean, the, the Rangers signed their second baseman to a contract extension this year, and the deal breaker was they threw in two horses. <laughs> two horses? I what kind of horses? Yeah. Like, I guess like nice, Bojack I guess nice like, horses. Two seasons of Bojack Horseman on DVD. Two seasons. <laughs> With the deleted scenes, yeah. man. Don't give me the red box <laughs> version. Outtakes. I know Paul Tompkins rips in the booth. I yeah. want to hear that. Come on now. <laughs> but, yeah, that was their move to seal the deal was like, I know you're still wavering on whether you want five years or six years, but let me take you out to the stable. Let me show you <laughs> Mr. Salary. Yeah. He's like, we'll give you two horses. I'll do it three years. <laughs> <laughs> uh, guys, we got we to gotta wrap up. Uh, what predictions? Game three on Wednesday? Predict three and four. Okay. Because yeah. we won't be back probably till five and six. That's true. I um, got Cavs in, in game three. I think it'll be a good game. I think LeBron goes for 40 or whatever. I think Kyrie is going to have a big game because that's the difference. Kyrie has not shown up. We, he was kind of getting bottled up. About the game. I feel like uh, maybe maybe the defense on him is better. Who knows? There's a rumor his knee is hurt, too. Yeah. People oh, yeah. are talking I mean, about that. He, he busted his ankle. When you bust the ankle, the knee eventually goes. Yeah, and I think, I think JR has got to be hurt or something because he's just been so bad. But maybe it's maybe it's playing. All those guys are going to play better at home. Like Kyle Korver is going to hit a couple threes. I could. I mean, it's either going to be game three is either going to be Warriors by fifteen or Cavs by two. You know, I, I don't think I it goes that. either yeah. other way. You okay. know, and I the Cavs that's... the Cavs actually execute really well down the stretch. Like they do well at the end of quarters and stuff. It's just. 48 minutes is so much for LeBron to be going to the hoop yeah. every play. But also, I mean, they're they're shooting so poorly from three. And, the, and like, a lot of them were open looks. Like, what, what's their 3%, three yeah. percentage last night? That was uh, – this is so much fun. I'm going to edit this airtime out. Yeah. Uh, they shot 27% last night. And has three. Shumpert made a three in the series yet? No, I don't think so. I think yeah. he made one. I think he literally made one, but he's yeah. a, he t- attempted like six yeah. that he shouldn't have. Well, he made that like 20-foot jump shot last oh, night. Oh, that's what it was. Um, Anything outside. Yeah, we, were watching, we were watching at a bar, and uh, anytime – there was like a ton of Cleveland dudes there, and anytime Shumpert put up a shot, everyone was just screaming like, No! Don't you fucking shoot that! Yeah. Yeah. To the over point two, where over two over three last night. To the point where he was open underneath the basket, and everybody was still like, "No!" Yeah, yeah. He went up. He went up for a layup, and this, <laughs> dude, this dude was like, "Don't shoot it!" He's like, "There's no one in front of him." <laughs> I think we might see James Jones play like two or three clutch minutes and, and hit a three or two as well. Step brothers, step brothers too. Because if that, if that yeah, because if you're gonna play. I mean, he's no worse on defense than Channing Fry or Darren Williams, you know. No. Yeah. So. James Jones last night, uh, three minutes. Damn, I agree. Zero, 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 <laughs> zero, zero, zero. One rebound. Oh, yeah. he almost had a trillion. Yeah. Still crushing Festus Azili. Yeah. Um, I think uh, I think the Warriors are going to sweep. I, I feel dejected about this series a little bit. I think uh, it, just feels, it just feels that way. Like last season, last finals, it started out this way. Warriors, big wins, first two games. Uh-huh. Obviously, the Cavs came back. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and put my money on Kevin Durant being much better than Harrison Barnes and say that yeah, the Warriors right. are just going to pull it off. I think I think it's a unique situation where normally, obviously teams always want to win the finals, but I think the Warriors just because they're perfect going into it and because they took so much crap last year, mm-hmm. that's, that's the thing that's going to get them super pumped for game three in a way that... They're just not going to have the natural letdown that teams have when they're up this much. Yeah. 
Yeah, I was giving them crap. I was giving them crap for the year before because I just felt like they it was like um, they kind of walked in. You know what I mean? Like there was a lot of injuries, like mm-hmm. Chris Paul and yeah. Uh, was it Tony? Who was hurt for San Antonio two years year? ago? Yeah, but anyway, yeah, like they didn't remember. play a starting point guard in the whole run. Oh, in 2015. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, you know, I was like, that's eh, a little fishy. To yeah, me. they avoided the Clippers and. Uh, Oh, Mike Conley broke his yeah, face. That's yeah. what it was. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, and, and Patrick Beverly was hurt. Yeah. yeah. It was a yeah. bunch. So it was like, I, so I didn't give him a lot of love. I do want him to win it this year because it's and then even such in the a good finals, team. They went like they didn't have Kevin Love and they didn't have Kyrie. Yeah. So, Kyrie yeah. Broke, yeah, yeah. His broke his kneecap. Broke his kneecap. What? Like halfway through the first game? Uh, no, right at the beginning of overtime. Oh, that's right. Exactly. Oh, fuck. And it was a great game. Yeah. That was yeah. the series. That was the, supposed to be the series. That we wanted to see this year. You know what I'm saying? It was all there. And then it changed yeah. in that instant. And Whatever, that was, man. yeah, I mean, that was like, it was an interesting team because it was the super young, you, you sort of forget now how young the 2015 Warriors were. Like, I mean, Harrison Barnes, even now, just turned 24, yeah. like two weeks ago. It feels so. like nobody in the league is over 28, dude. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Nobody's seen original Twin Peaks out there, dog. They don't yeah. know. <laughs> They didn't know what Twin Peaks was until Showtime started advertising it. Exactly. They were watching, uh, and then told everybody, Power "Yeah, I've seen, yeah, I saw it. I, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, my favorite part, the, the peak. <laughs> the peak is the best. Do you I, like the left or right?" Twin Peaks? <laughs> <laughs> uh, bottom line, we're about to find out how good Clay Thompson is. I think the difference between him and Harrison Barnes is like maybe consistency, like uh, what he does with the opportunity. Harrison Barnes couldn't get consistent touches, so he was inconsistent. It felt like Clay got a rhythm in game two. If he ha- sustains it in game three, it's going to be a wrap and probably a sweep. Yeah. And, you know, he's 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 actually kind of doing what they would have Harrison Barnes doing, yeah, too, where he, where he can he can kind of check Kevin Love, even though Kevin Love's 6'10". Like, Clay doesn't look terrible when he gets switched on to him. And no. He can strong, also – Just strong enough. You know, and he – it's not like he shuts down Kyrie, but he bothers Kyrie. And so, you know, it's just – there haven't been a lot of easy looks. Even with LeBron being pretty unstoppable going to the basket, that's still hard to do. You know, like it's yeah. tiring. Well, yeah, then there's no way – like there is no Harrison Barnes on the other end of the floor this year. Oh, yeah, so that's like, right. LeBron yeah. like has to try as hard as possible on the defense end uh, as well. So now he's just tired. He's like, I don't know. He can't sustain this. Before. The, the war is just going to sweep. Sorry. <laughs> uh, bottom line, Harrison Barnes, if you're listening, come on the show. We'd love to have you. Yeah, absolutely. The Black Falcon, yeah. obviously. <laughs> He's a big place. comedy fan. Is when he, he really? was when he was in uh, when he was playing for the Warriors, he'd, he'd always uh, he'd always go to Cobb's. He loves Bill Burr. Uh, I believe it. Big. Yeah, it, he once someone spotted him in the, in the audience for a Tony Rock show, not even a Chris Rock show. Way easier so. to get a hold of those ticks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no disrespect. Do you think he couldn't get Chris Rock tickets? Yeah, he's like, oh, see, Tony. where's Tony yeah. right now? Yeah. yeah, he also made a uh, trivia contest uh, one year where you could watch the premiere of Game of Thrones with him. But oh, there was shit. like a 25-question written quiz you had to pass and really? then an essay contest. Oh, no, the essay contest, then the quiz. He was reading essays? Yeah. Oh, man, people give him so much shit, man. He's fucking supporting fucking writing. Yeah, probably got a SAG card or whatever. You know I mean? Now I like him much. No, more. he's a good I mean, dude. I didn't like him before, but now I'm just but, like, oh, like he just, he just seems like a cool nerd. No, he's just, yeah. he's just he's just he unfortunately played his the worst three games of his career at the worst possible time. Yeah. But yeah. you know he's he's in the same class of like I'm trying to think of like an NBA player that he's about the same as dudes who like anime i think that's where you yeah like look. he's got to be he's he's definitely like a richard jefferson type of clearly yeah. he's you know he has a specific role-playing guy and that he uses and it's probably like a thief or like a female <laughs> yeah. sorceress it's yeah, not yeah. like a a warrior or yeah, something yeah. like that yeah, he's and, on skyrim yeah sure. oh totally yeah, totally yeah. All right, so uh, Harrison, uh, hit us up on Skyrim uh, if you if you want to join our guild. I don't know this game at Airbuds Pod on at Skyrim. Air yeah. <laughs> on Skyrim. I uh, do think though they it would be great if they made like a thunderstruck of Harrison Barnes, like a version oh, of that where shit. somebody inherits the it talent of Harrison Barnes, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it's and they become pretty good. 
but not like overwhelming. Like they go from being, you know, not that great at all to like a really solid number three yeah, option. A, a shitty yeah. grocery yeah. store <laughs> cashier to a number four option on a fifth seed. Oh, yeah, you should in be the, the best. You should be the best cashier in the whole grocery store. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You turn into Bonzi Wells. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's wrap this up. Sean, you got anything you want to plug? Any shows coming up? Uh, you know, you can see me at The Business every Monday night at Little hey. Joy. And then um, I have NBA stuff on Yardbarker.com Ooh. every Monday and Tuesday. There may not be that much more of the NBA season. So. We're switching to WNBA when when oh yeah oh I do think I'm going to be the big three correspondent though because I I covered the draft for them in Vegas which is okay. uh, the Ice Cube yeah, thirty five yeah. and over oh yeah and it's like it's just a bunch of sessions right like it's like ten weeks and all yeah the yeah it, like eight cities I think the finals it's are like in, Drew League right? yeah it's it goes like, oh yeah it's it goes like city all, to city whole day of games and stuff yeah and they got yeah it's it's yeah, there's eight teams and they play four games at one site. And there's, I think there's a four pointer. And uh, okay. yeah, it's good. It, it, Kwame Brown looked amazing. It, I like. I I fell into the same regular draft trap as seeing Kwame Brown. I'm like, well, yeah. just look at that athlete. Like he's going to dominate. <laughs> and I'm like, wait a second. That Duke Mitch That's what Michael Jordan yeah. thought. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, and then my NBA podcast is called Round Ball Rock. Check it out. Yeah. Jamel, you got anything you want to plug? Uh, I got a bunch of shit in June. Uh, BroccoliHouse.com for details. Uh, uh, next Tuesday at the Satellite, uh, I'm doing uh, the uh, the Lord uh, Brandon Wardell show, doing his thing, and then uh, some other shit uh, on deck, Comedy LA on Instagram. Great show. Et cetera, et cetera. Yo. Oh, yeah. I'm also at the Sacramento Punchline this weekend. I don't know why I let Ooh, that one out. Oh, yeah. Brag much? Me and James. Scott Thompson. So if they sweep, Game Four is Friday. Come through the show Saturday. <laughs> yeah. Sack Town, holler at them. I'll be champagne drunk at the Late Show on Friday night. Hopefully, if everything goes well. Yes. Um, I'm at Benner B E N N E R on Twitter. Uh, follow us at Airbuds Pod on all uh, social media. Uh, we have a new review. Should I just read it? Oh, a yeah, shout yeah. out a face one five star review. Nothing but net from way downtown. These boys are on fire and draining fire pods on the weekly. <laughs> I would call this the Sasha Vucevic Lakers era of pods because it's automatic. I don't, I don't like that. I don't like that either. They also offer to do inappropriate things to my mom on the dance floor, which I believe is a threat you made. Did I? At one point. Really? <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, yeah. all right, you know, whoops. So, <laughs> Face one thank you for the uh, five-star review. Uh, tell your mom to head us up. We'll be at Los Globos this Friday. We will fuck around the dance floor. Yes. Have a good week. <laughs> <laughs>